Good morning, this is Vance Hill coming to you live from my home office. Uh, it's 11.17 on Wednesday, May 2nd. Happy May, everybody. Hope everybody's enjoying the first two days of May. This day looks like it's going to be pretty damn gorgeous here in the Pacific Northwest, at least up here in the Snohomish area. Sunny skies, about mm, mid-50s right now. Hopefully the weather stays like this. Not sure. I always try to look at the weather map, weather app, but I always forget. Whatever. Anyways, again, hope you guys are doing well. Just wanted to check in and give you guys a little update on things that are happening around here. So real estate is crazy right now. Um, <clears throat> it's been kind of a lull, honestly, for the past couple months. Uh, past few months, actually, and I don't know if you all know this, uh, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you would know that I recently switched offices, I changed offices, uh, I think I mentioned this in my last podcast, but um, now with the Monroe office Remax, Remax Legacy, with Delma Silva, she's the owner, broker owner, Super cool chick. Love, love, love working at this office. Super low-key. It's a little office here in downtown Monroe. Um, I'm going to be posting a video here soon on Insta and my Facebook page so you guys can get a look at what it is. It's completely the complete opposite of where I was before. Um, that office... the. OTL and Northwest was a conglomerate. I mean, they, they're they huge. And their offices are nice. Um, but this was just kind of with where I am with my business, the direction I'm heading with my business, this just made all the right sense, if you know what I mean. Anyway, so I'll be posting a video about that. And back... Um, and... Uh, so if you want to follow me and add Instagram um, at Limitless Realty Group 425. And um, same thing for Facebook. My Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash Limitless Realty Group 425. Or I guess now on Facebook, they have a cool thing. You can actually look up the page with an at symbol. So if you're searching for me, you can at Limitless Realty Group 425 on Facebook as well. So that's pretty cool. Real estate is crazy. Um, man, I swear, I, when I switched offices and walked into the Monroe office, there was nothing on the board in terms of listings. Uh, now it's completely full, and most of them are pending, which is kind of what I figured. I mean, the buyer pool out there is still insane because there has been such a lack of inventory, but I think... I honestly believe this spring, late spring, going into summer and even into the fall, early fall, I think we're going to see the biggest uptick in listings that we've seen in quite a few years. Um, pretty pretty sure about that. You know, if you've been following me, you've heard me saying that in 2019 things were going to change and we were going to start kind of going more towards a normal market uh, as opposed to a 
uh, seller's market, we're still kind of in a hyper seller's market where, I mean, everything is selling unless in like two weeks or less. Um, but I think this summer we're going to see some uh, a pretty good shift in that. And I think we're going to see things staying on the market just a little bit longer. Um, and especially going into next year, uh, I think we're going to see things uh, staying on the market even longer because I think with the uptick in inventory, I think we're going to get the buyers into homes that they've been wanting to get into. I think a lot of them are just sick and tired of waiting um, and they're just going to take, you know, what comes on the market. So we're going to we're going to kind of drain the buyer pool a little bit here. I, be, I honestly believe this uh, this selling season. So if you're in the market to buy a house, I would uh, call me first before you call anybody else. 425-357-SOLD, uh, 7653. And, um, you know, if you're in Snohomish County. And uh, otherwise, get a hold of your agent because I strongly believe that we are going to see a strong selling season and I uh, don't want you to miss out on some pretty good homes that I've seen coming on the market. I know I have another one coming on the market in a couple weeks uh, here locally in Monroe. I know uh, one of my other uh, newfound friends at the new office, uh, Sandy Meyer, I know she has a few listings coming on in, um, in the same area of Monroe. So that whole area I know is going to be popping off the chains here pretty soon and yes i totally did just use that lingo but whatever uh, i know uh one of my other newfound friends larry i know he's got a couple listings coming up in monroe so you know monroe's about to pop you know it's about to be super um super awesome to buy a home and these aren't you know the old these aren't crappy homes that are coming on the market either. You know, these sellers that, that are coming on the market uh, this year, I think, have been doing their research and understanding what it takes to really get a, a good sale going. You know, I think what we've I think what we've been spoiled the past few years with, you know, you can put a shithole of a house on the market and give it whatever price you want within reason and it'll sell. But I think nowadays, uh, I don't think, I honestly, I've, I'm seeing the shitholes sit for a little bit um, longer than they were before. And people are actually starting to wait for decent decent homes to come on the market. And like I've said three times now, this is going to be the year um, where it happens. So if you're selling, again, this is going to be the best year to do it. I honestly believe it. This is going to be the best year to get the most amount of equity out of your home. So if you are considering selling, give us a call, 425-357-SOLD, and uh, let's get together and chat about you know market analysis and um, what we do, what Limitless Realty Group does to uh, get homes sold in today's market. I know it seems like, you know, all it takes really is just a sign in the yard and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it really is more than that, even this, even to this day. So don't believe the hype. This is still, uh, you know, a dangerous game to get into. And all of you agents out there that are jumping into the game thinking that, you know, it's easy money and I'll go make, you know, a hundred grand and, you know, I don't have to work for it. I hope that you're 
learning your lesson. I know a couple of agents um, that were on my team before and uh, decided to, they thought they could do this on their own and, you know, pretty sure they're figuring it out that, you know, nope, it's not that easy. Um, as easy as I made it look, it's taken me over 11 years to figure, you know, to get to that point. So if you really think you can, honest to God, come into this business, you know, with six months under your belt and go sell a bunch of homes and it'll be easy, uh, I'm going to be honest and tell you, you got another thing coming, but whatever it is what it is. So again, selling house, this is the year to do it. This is going to be the last year. If you've been waiting for that peak of the market that, you know, I just want to wait one more year or, you know, maybe I just want to wait six more months until it happens, you know, until the, the top, everybody wants to wait for the top. Well, I'm here to tell you that I strongly believe this is the top. I think we're going to see a, a shift and um, get on it. Four two five, three five seven sold. Other than that, um, what else is going on? So CrossFit's going well. Um, you know, more people complaining about the music that I play when I'm coaching, which I think is absolutely hysterical because, I mean. It's the beauty of CrossFit is it takes, you know, there's so many different personalities and so many different types of people that that come into the box and, you know, and want to work out. And I love it. And that's one of the things I really, really, really love about CrossFit is, is the diversity of the of the characters that come in. And along with that comes different tastes in music. I really do my best to try and play what, you know, what I think people are going to like. And sometimes I hit hit it on the mark. Sometimes I miss the mark. And when I miss the mark, what I really can't stand is when people go out and they start complaining about it. Or they make Facebook posts about it with, where I can read them. Like, hello. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, whatever. I know this was an issue when I first started coaching. I had a song on that was... A little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a uh, inappropriate. There we go. Uh, because there were small kids, even though this kid is bare face is buried in a tablet the entire time he's at the gym, but so he's not even listening to the music. But I get it. Um, you know, I, personally, my kids listen to it. Um, they don't care. I don't care because it's my responsibility as their dad to make sure that they don't repeat the things that they hear on the radio. I know they're going to repeat things, and it's my job to make sure they understand that, hey, you know what? You heard that word fuck. You heard that word bitch, ho, slut, you know, shit, whatever. You know, don't repeat it. Don't go to school and repeat those words because you know they're bad and you're going to get in trouble and I'm not going to feel bad for you because they're just words. Unfortunately, society has taught us that these words are bad, shouldn't use them, they offend people, and, you know, in today's world, everybody's offended by everything, so... 
anyways, I'm going off on a tangent here, but, um, yeah, the whole music thing when I work is just kind of, it, it's just such a, it's a subject that just makes me roll my eyes, shake my head and just like, you know, it's like, okay, well next time I'm going to put Justin Bieber on. And as much as I will uh, want to shoot myself in the face because it's on, maybe you'll stop bitching about the music that I play. I don't know. Maybe you won't. But either way, it's all fun and games until somebody gets fired, I guess. (laughs) Amber, if you're listening to this, I was totally, I'm totally kidding. I would never, you know, intentionally try and do something to piss off the clients that I love so much. And that's the thing, is that I love these people, and I I really wish they would just come to me and be like, so that was kind of inappropriate, or that was a little too intense, you know, for me. Because I'll explain to them, and I'll I'll tell them to their face, you know. I'll tell you what, when you, when we come in and I ask you, and see, here's the thing, is I ask people, I, you, I, I would say 90% of the time when I open that gym in the morning, the first people that are there, I tend to ask them, what do you guys feel like listening to? I also have a class sometimes that I coach and I do the same thing when they come in. I, you know, we turn down the music so we can do our, our warm up together and talk and bullshit and whatever. And I turn down the music, and I'm like, okay, we're we're getting ready to work out. What do you guys want to listen to? And you know what the answer is? You know what the answer is just about every single time that I ask the question? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just something to get us pumped up, something to motivate us. Okay, well, let's get motivated, and I throw on some music. And then guess what happens? Yeah, you guessed it. Then they bitch about it. They bitch about it after the fact. He played shitty music. He did this. He did that. It's like, oh, whatever. I can't win. I can't win. I try. I really do. But sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But we are moving on from the music thing. I love the coaching. Um, unfortunately, I think our kids' class is going to... I don't know what's going to happen to it. I know we're having a meeting about it on Friday. I wish more people would bring their kids into CrossFit because they would totally love it. I know um, most parents probably think that, oh, well, you know, they're going to put them through these grueling workouts that the adults go through and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you know, if you would just bring your kid in to try one of our classes, which I've said before, you know, come in, try one for free. Try two for free. Shit, I don't care. I don't think Amber cares either. Try a couple classes for free and see what it is that we do. So, for instance, yesterday, Tuesday's class was being taught, coached by Mandy, and she did this cool obstacle course. You know, it's like the work in last Thursday uh, when I have my small kids class, we played CrossFit kickball. You know, it's like these. You're, we're playing games with these kids, and they're getting a workout, but they don't think they're getting a workout. They don't know they're getting a workout because of the way that we program these little um, interesting 
the way we program these little, um, you know, workouts for the kids and they love it and they're smiling and they're laughing and they're having fun. And at the end of the day, you know, we send them home to their parents and they're tired and they're worn out. And it's like, well, what'd you do? Well, you know, did you guys get a good workout? It's like, yeah, we got a good workout, but we did this really cool obstacle course where we like jumped over things and did box jumps and jumped through the tires and, you know, this and that. And, you know, other times we're swinging on the ropes, like we're in a jungle or we're, you know, avoiding the alligators that are in the water. It's like, it's different fun stuff for kids. And I wish, just wish parents would, you know, bring their kids in to try it more. And so we could grow this program because, the best thing we can do as CrossFit coaches is to um, get kids fit at a young age and enjoying exercising at a young age so that as they grow older, you know, they're used to it, they love it, they enjoy it, and they and they stay fit the rest of their lives. I know, you know, unfortunately, I know a lot of kids who are super overweight and can't run 10 yards without heaving and, you know, doubling over and being out of breath. And it's like, oh my God, that should not be happening. It really shouldn't. There should not be a kid that's 10 years old, uh, you know, like that. And that was kind of why I got into the whole CrossFit game and, and the exercise coaching game, especially into the kids CrossFit kids game was, I don't want to see kids at 9, 10, 11 years old being, you know, obese and trying to run and only being able to go 10 yards before they're doubling over and out of breath. And, you know, I don't want to see that. I want to see kids get fit. I want to see kids, you know, really super enjoying life and, and everything it has to offer. It's a big part of why I coach sports, too, is, you know, to make sure these kids are getting what they need and, and fit and getting their minds straight, getting their minds right. And um, so, yeah, anyways. So, kind of out of things to talk about now. Um, no, I'm not. So, I'm listening to... Uh, Gary V's Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm sure if you're um, alive in this day and age, you know who Gary V is. And so I'm listening to his book, Crush It. But what it is, it's the different book that he put out in 2009, where um, he talks about the the things that he teaches in his in his original book. But he actually puts, he actually has um, uh, clients of his that have put what he's taught to use um, to work for them. And so he has, so he has their, their, uh, he had, they actually come on and read their stories of how they used what the things that Gary Vee taught us, taught them uh, through his book and how they've become successful through it. And so, that's kind of why I started this little podcast was uh, reading or listening to the book. And he just said, just go fucking start a podcast. Go talk about shit. 
Go talk about whatever the hell you want. Just go start talking about things. And so that's how this got started. And I'm hoping that with my integration of real estate and fitness, you know, that this takes off and people really start listening to it and get some nuggets out of the things that I say. And, um, you know, and I become somewhat of a, of an influencer in, ter- in the real estate game and the fitness game because these are two things that I'm super duper pre- passionate about. And so when you see me posting constantly on Instagram and Facebook and you see me posting selfies and I post videos of myself or I post videos of my workouts or, you know, I post videos of, you know, my listings or my sales or my clients or whatever it is that I'm posting. It's like, well, you don't have to like it. I'm not asking you to do it. I'm not asking you to like my shit, but don't, you know, it's, it's like, this this age old adage of you know well, he's just a vain person or you know one guy that I know from the rugby arena calls me a jackass because I like to post shit all the time on Facebook about myself and my workouts and things that I have accomplished or whatever and I'm like okay I'm a jackass you know if that's what you think of me because I like to share my stories with my friends then by all means, think I'm a jackass. I honestly don't give a shit uh, because I'm going to keep doing it. And if you don't like it, there's a thing called unfriend on Facebook and there's a thing called unfollow on Instagram. If you don't like the shit that I do or the shit that I talk about or my accomplishments or, you know, I don't just post accomplishments. I post tragic shit too. You know, I've written a lot of uh, Facebook posts about my story and my upbringing, and I think eventually, through this podcast, I'm gonna I'm going to reinvent that whole aspect of it and share my story through words about my shitty upbringing and the really really shitty things I had to go through as a kid and as an adult, quite honestly. Um, because I think it helps people understand that, you know, there are more people like us out there and you you don't have to be a victim of your circumstance. You know, the past is the past and the more you relish on it and the more you, you live by your past, the, the less successful you're going to be in life. And unfortunately, I know a lot of people that do that. They just, they relish on the past and they keep that past in the present, they don't let it go, and then I see, and they bitch all the time about how life, bad life sucks, or you know, fuck capitalism and fuck people that are rich, and you know, they suck. They only think about themselves. They're greedy, and it's like, um, you know, if you studied, if you if you got over your fucking self loathing and victimness victim mentality. And educated yourself and understood that, you know, or or helped yourself understand why these people that are successful in their businesses and in life in general are the way they are, you would see that they're probably just as fucked up as you. I know I am. But they've, they've conquered themselves. They've conquered their pasts. And 
have accepted who they are and have decided that they're not going to let anything or anybody stand in the way of what they want to do. Some people call that vain. I call it smart, honestly, because without that type of mentality, yeah, you're going to be stuck. You're going to sit in the same fucking job that you've been sitting in forever. You're going to be a, you know, and this isn't a, a diss at the the at the at the people that do this for a living because they love it uh, um i honestly believe but um i know people that are pissed off shitty individuals that all they do is post nasty shit on facebook and and i look at their lives and i'm like well i'd probably be a pissed off you know um gruntled individual myself if I fucking never did anything than serve beer and I'm 40 something years old and I'm a bartender because I don't feel that my life is worth more than just doing that now again I know bartenders in their 40s that do it because they love it it's their passion and it's what they're really good at I probably if I hadn't gotten pushed by peg uh, back in 2006, to follow my dream of becoming a real estate agent, I would probably be one of those people who were is as a bartender. You know, I loved bartending, working in a fine dining restaurant and being the bartender. I was the head bartender. I loved it. Absolutely loved every minute of it. Um, but it just, I felt that I needed to do something more. And I had, like I said, I had always, since I was a kid, had dreamed about being a real estate agent. And had Peg never pushed me, I probably would still be a bartender. But those aren't the people I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people that just sit there and and and, and just feel like their lives aren't worth anything. And so they work, have the least amount of responsibility possible, make just enough money to survive, but bash on people that are out there sacrificing shit that they sac- that we sacrifice to make ourselves better, to make our families better, and to look at a future and build a legacy that they're never going to because they don't want to. And so I think I kind of totally lost what I was talking about. <laughs> Because I just, I feel so strongly about this that, you know, I, I just, um, I just wish people understood that, you know, being vain, there's nothing wrong with it. Being greedy, <laughs> good luck being successful in life if you're not greedy. Because up until recently, I was one of those people. I, I, I thought being greedy was the most selfish thing you could do and how dare I want to, you know, make more money than that person over there because, you know, that's just, you know, that person deserves a chance or whatever the, whatever, whatever my thought, my, my mentality was behind it. It was stupid looking back because that was holding me back. I was, I was putting other people, I was putting my success on the back burner over other people's feelings. 
And it finally, up until recently, just donged on me and like hit me like a ton of bricks over the head. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you putting other people's feelings about success in front of your feelings and your desire to be successful? Fuck them if they feel that being greedy is wrong. Well, you know what? Okay. When I, you know, when, when, um, I've got everything I want and I don't have to, I don't ever have to worry about money or I don't ever have to worry about my kid's college or I don't ever have to worry about, am I going to make a car payment or am I going to have a car? If my car breaks down, can I get a new one? When it, you know, when it, when the point comes and I'm, and it's not far where I don't have to worry about those things, trust me, feeling greedy is the last thing that's on my mind because of all the things that I've learned from Gary V, the number one thing that just sits with me every day that I sit down and I listen to him talk is fuck what other people think. I know you heard me say this on my last podcast and probably the two before that and any time that you see me posting on Facebook or Insta, it, my mentality is, ju- is exactly that. You've got to stop listening to other people and what they think about what you're doing. Listen to them. Don't be rude. But remember that this is your life. You only get one. And if you continue to put other people's feelings or other people's thoughts or, or do what other people want you to do before what you think and your feelings and you what your dreams and your goals and what you want to do in life, I promise you, you will never make it. But it took me this long to figure out I've got to stop doing that. And if people don't like me for who I am and what I'm doing and, and I mean, fuck why, they don't need to know why. I don't, they, they don't, my why is my why. And the only person that needs to know that is God, my kids and my wife, everybody else can seriously can fuck off. I love you guys, but you don't need to know why I'm doing and what I'm doing. And, um, and until, and I can, I can promise you, if you're listening to this, that until you mastered that thought process and that mentality, you're going to stay stuck where you are. And you're never going to get anywhere. So, um, 31 minutes. Wow. It's a long one. I actually had a lot to say this time. So get out there. Go listen to Gary Vee. If you don't want to listen to me, that's fine. Because, I, you know, who, who the fuck am I? I'm just Vance. And, um, you know, just some dude from Snohomish, Washington. That, you know, real estate agent, CrossFit coach, whatever, whatever. But you want to you hear you know, an influencer talk about it, go listen to Gary Vee, go listen to his book, go read his book and take what he says and, and apply it. And I promise you things will, will change in your life because they have for me. And I hope other people that want to listen and want to do what they want to do, take his advice, take my advice and just do what, do what you want to do. 
and fuck everybody else. They don't pay the bills. <laughs> Pretty much. I used to think, uh, what was one of my favorite memes? I used to think, I used to care what other people thought about me until I realized they don't pay my fucking bills. I'm going to leave you on that note. Have a wonderful day. May 2nd, 2018. Go out there, as Gary says, you know, Gary V says, go crush it. Um, go, you know, limitless mindset, baby. That's why I have a limitless mindset. And that's why I named this podcast Limitless Mindset, because there should be nothing stopping you from doing what you want to do. The only thing stopping you from doing what you want to do is yourself. Remember that. Remember that one thing. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. This is Vance Hill with Limitless Realty Group, Remax Legacy. Phone number 425-357-SOLD. Or if you want to text me, shit, text me. 425-583-0310. Hope you guys have a great day. Later.